The Edmonton Oilers visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tough back-to-back for Edmonton. Washington yesterday, now they face Tampa Bay. My name is Reed Wilkins, and I'm pleased to be joined by the Vice President of Corporate and Community Affairs for the Lightning, also an analyst for Fox Sports, for Fox Sports, and uh, I'm sure you will know the name. It's Dave Andrewchuk. Dave, you're on with Reed. Thanks for making time for me. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're getting ready to... Uh, face the Edmonton Oilers here. It should be a good one. Well, I hope so. You know, the Oilers have uh, been a pretty good road team. They ran into a bit of a glitch last night against the the defending champs and uh, obviously a back-to-back rolling in here against the Lightning. You know, Dave, before we, we we had you on, there was an interview with Connor McDavid who actually said, you know, okay, fine, back-to-back, but, but sometimes you can actually feel a little better on a back-to-back because you're rolling into it the, the second night in a row. Now, that's McDavid's uh, aspect. He He's, he's young, and as you know, he's very fast. Uh, what were your memories of playing yeah. back-to-back road games throughout your career? Yeah, no, I, I agree with him. Um, you know, I, I think you get right back at it again, um, especially after a loss. You want to, uh, you don't want to wait that 48 hours or two days or whatever it is. You want to get, get to playing hockey again. And uh, I watched the game last night. It, it wasn't really a bad game for them. Uh, you know, a tough trip to come down from Washington to get here into Tampa, but uh, those are the kind of teams that you got to be careful of because uh, you think that they're going to be out of gas, and you just never know what you're going to get. Well, and uh, you know, McDavid doesn't really ever look like he's out of gas, so I'm, yeah, sure, I'm sure. Exactly. I'm sure. Exactly. He'll, uh, how is it? Give me a sense here from the Lightning. I mean, look, they they were a great team last year. Uh, they ran into the Capitals, who kind of figured it out in the East final. 10-3 and 1 out of the gate. Now no no headman for uh for the last 5 games for the Lightning. Uh but still a pretty strong defense. Give, give, give me a kind of a two-party here Dave. Give me a sense of uh how the Lightning's defense has, has had to shuffle around a little bit with Headman's absence and, and and do you think they'll have a pairing they'll want to put out there against Connor? Yes, no doubt. Uh you know, uh, obviously Victor Headman, you know, Norris Trophy winner last year uh Tough to replace him in our lineup, um, but you know you you have a young kid in Slater Cuckoo, uh, you know sixth overall a few years back. He's been kind of in and out of the lineup for the last couple of years, and now he's uh, he's back in as, as the sixth guy. But I think the full responsibility falls on uh, Ryan McDonough and Anton Stroman. They've mainly played uh, against top lines for other teams, and they've done a very good job. I, I think McDonough has gotten better and better. Uh, you know, a new contract this year, eight years. Uh, he came in last year, kind of struggled a little bit with the system, uh, but he's he's really really played well for us this year. So, I would imagine that the task is uh, to try to get Connor McDavid to go east west a little bit, which is going to be hard to do. But those are the two guys that you're going to see on the ice against the most times. Dave, the the Lightning last season, uh, I mentioned obviously the the disappointment. They were so close, but uh, Washington able to knock them off. Clearly, a very strong team with a lot of firepower. Did did you sense, or what was your sense of the team coming into this season? You know, was it a little anger about last year, a little bit of unfinished business, or sometimes teams just have that calm focus where they say, you know what, we know who we are, we just got to do it again. What was your sense going into the year? Well, it's not going to be easy for them to get back to that spot again. I think that's the thing that John Cooper has talked about right from training camp is, you know, everybody says, uh, yes, you were close and you've got a very good team and you're a Stanley Cup contender. 
you still got to play games, right? Like you still got to go out and, and and give the effort. So uh, I think that's the message that's been sent. Um, not a lot of changes, to be honest with you, in their lineup. Uh, you, they still have Vasilevsky in goal. They still got you know five, six solid D. Uh, they got lots of power up front. Uh, they've added a couple of young kids that maybe give a little bit of a spark. Matthew Joseph. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, who you saw a little bit last year, he's kind of having a little more playing time. So the lineup is basically the same. I think these guys are have been together for a while now, this core group, and they want to get it done. And it's uh, it's not easy, but, you know, um, it starts by winning games in October and going through there. Dave Andercheck joining us on the Faceoff Show. Oilers and Lightning coming up at 5.30 here on 6.30. Chet, you know, Steve Eisman obviously stepped down as uh, as GM before the season. Julian Breesbaugh uh, slides into the GM role. Uh, was, was was that a, s- a surprise to you to see Steve want to step away from that? And has that changed uh, any of the dynamics around the organization here the last uh, few weeks? It, it really hasn't changed anything. Obviously, Julian has been by his side right from the beginning, right? So... Uh, he's been with them for the nine years that Steve's been here, and obviously Steve has done a, a tremendous job of filling the cupboard of good young players and signing, you know, signing our top players, uh, which is the biggest thing now is how do you keep everybody in the fold? And I thought Steve's done a really good job with that. So really, nothing has changed on that end. Um, yeah, we were all a little surprised, to be honest with you, of, of what was you know him going up as being a senior advisor and. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, knowing that, you know, his his five-year contract was coming up and there was going to be some decisions to be made, and, uh, and I think Julian is capable of filling in for what Steve Eisenman has done, and he's been with him. So nothing really changed on our end here. It's been uh, kind of business as usual. Dave, you played from 1982 to 2006. You racked up 274 power play goals which is the most all-time. You're nine ahead of Brett Hall. Now, Ovechkin's sneaking up. He's uh, he's still 30 behind, but he, he might play a couple more years and eventually pass you. He got the 234 tied with eighth for uh, with Dion last night against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, give, me, give me a comparison uh, of on how Ovechkin scores his power play goals as to how you scored a lot of yours. Well, <laughs> Times have changed since the 80s, as we all know. I mean, uh, uh, power plays and penalty kills are a lot different. I mean, the penalty kill is very aggressive now. Uh, lots of one-timers. And, you know, he's done a really good job of getting his spot on the ice and, and them feeding the puck. So, uh, yeah, he's closing in quickly, <laughs> which, you know, it'll be, it'll be inevitable before he goes by me. And, and, and that's okay. Um, you know, for myself and, and – and you look back at the power play goals, I mean, uh, has somebody still got to feed you? Somebody's still got to shoot the puck on goal and try to throw it in front for me to get a deflection. So lots of good players over the years. You know, I played on six teams and had some great, uh, you know, power play defensemen that played with me. So I give a lot of credit to them. And, you know, for myself, just hanging around the front of the net and, and banging in some rebounds. And unfortunately, uh, the numbers just kept piling up. 
You won the Stanley Cup with the Lightning in 2004. You were part of some other, uh, you know, teams that had some uh, deep playoff runs. You know, obviously you can even go back to Toronto in their three-get seven-game series in '93. Uh, Leafs had another good team in '94. I think you had a Buffalo team that uh, you went to the second or third round. You know, it's t- it's tough yeah. to it's tough to win, but some team always emerges and does it. What separated that Lightning team that won it all? Do you think from some other good teams that you were on? Well, again, that core was together, right? There was a few pieces that were added to that core. Uh, and to be honest with you, I think it really started the prior year. Uh, we got beat out by the New Jersey Devils in the second round. Uh, they went on to win the Stanley Cup. And I, I think from that point on, uh, we had a lot of hungry guys, younger guys that wanted to get back to that spot again. And uh, when you look at that lineup and who was there, the Vinny LeCaviers and Marty St. Louis going into the Hall of Fame this weekend, Happy Bourne, Brad Richards, Dan Boyle, good players, really good players that turned themselves into great players. And it was a magical year. As you said, it's not easy to win. I've been to the Final Four, you know, four other times and never even got to the Finals. So uh, I appreciated it more for sure. And I was probably living proof to these kids that it's not easy. We need to take advantage of this now. So it was a fun year for all of us. And for this whole community, right? Hockey was kind of uh, teetering a little bit. Uh, we got a bunch of new fans, and uh, it was a great championship run that, that this whole community went through. And it was it was it was fun to be part of. Well, and and I mentioned your your title off the top of the interview, uh, Vice President of Corporate and Community Affairs. I don't know if you introduce yourself that way all the time because it's a <laughs> bit <laughs> no. of a mouthful to say. But give me a, give me a yeah. sense of what what that is and uh, what you do for the Lightning. Well, I have nothing to do with hockey ops, right? I'm on the business side, and really, uh, I'm still selling the game here down in Tampa. And uh, for me, uh, dealing with all of our corporate uh, partners, uh, all of our you know premier uh, season ticket holders, uh, that's something that I do. And it, 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 I, I've enjoyed it. I really have. I've enjoyed the business of hockey, learning about uh, you know what what makes teams good and uh, how this organization has has changed a lot since since i was a player here it starts with ownership and moves its way down and it's been fun to be part of we're uh we're we're, we're going into our 165th sellout in a row uh tonight and we're very proud of that so uh, uh it's it's been a fun ride for me and i you know it'd be nice to actually to lift the Stanley Cup again in a suit, I'd be okay. <laughs> that's well, 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 that's very well said, and uh, you, you make a good point about how it's gone there in Tampa. I, I can remember back in the early 90s when Tampa got the team, a lot of people thought, yeah, that, that won't last, but uh, but still going strong for sure. Hey, Dave, thanks for fitting us in. I know you're really busy, yep. but uh, I know Oilers fans love hearing from you, and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you. Yep. yep, you got it. Should be a good one tonight. Enjoy.